So this is the Kitzer of Sikhe Bey's Parashas Devarim in Lakuta Sikhe's Chelek Yudalit. The Rebbe here discusses a very obvious question that comes up in the Pasik, and Rashi doesn't say anything about it. And the Rebbe will explain why this is understood and how it's understood in the simple Pshat of the Pasik, and there's no reason for Rashi to even explain it. The problem here is, in this week's Parsha, the Teda tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu repeats to the Yidin the entire story of Chet HaMeraglam. And there, Moshe Rabbeinu says that the generation all died in the Midbar and they do not enter Eretz Yisrael. Then the Torah says there's an exception of two individuals, Kalev ben Yefuna and Yeshua ben Nun. They will both enter into Eretz Yisrael. In between, there's two psukim here, one talking about Kalev and one talking about Yeshua. In between those two psukim, the Torah interrupts and Moshe Rabbeinu says, and the Gam B is Anaf Hashem Beglalchem. The Abisha was angry at me as well because of you. Lamar Gamatale Savisham. And the Abisha said that you will also not enter in Territ Israel. So the obvious question over here is why is there interruption of this Pasik? Mesha Rabbein is speaking about himself and about the Chet of Mei Meriva when we're talking over here about the story of the Miraglam. It doesn't fit into the flow of the story at all. Not only that, these are two incidents that happened very far apart from each other. The Chet of Meraglam happened much closer to when Yidin left Mitzrayim. And the Chet of Meimiriva happened about 40 years later when the Yidin were closer to entering, entering the Territ Yisrael. So why does the Torah bring in this story right over here in the middle of Meshra Rabbeinu repeating the story of Chet Meraglam? The Ramban suggests that the Pshad over here is that Meshra Rabbeinu wants to include all those individuals that were punished not to enter in Teretz Yisrael. So just as the Yidin and the Meraglim were punished not to enter, so Meshe Rabbeinu was punished as well. So that's the similarity, and that's why the Torah includes it over here together. But the Rebbe points out that it's still difficult to understand why it has to come as an interruption, right in the middle of the story. It could be mentioned along with the Chet Meraglim, but after you finish the story, why does it have to be mentioned right in the middle? And also, not only that, it mentions it in between Kalev ben Yefuneh and Yeshua Benun that will enter in Teret Yisrael. It doesn't mention it when it speaks about Yidin that will not enter in Teret Yisrael. It, it interrupts right in the middle between the two psukim where it talks about the two individuals that will enter in Teret Yisrael. So according to the Ramban, it's still very difficult to understand. Another thing that Rebbe points out is, the word Beglalchem is problematic. Beglalchem because of you Yidin. Who does Beglalchem refer to? If you look at the flow of the entire parasha, Moshe Rabbeinu talks about the previous generation that already died, the generation of the Miraglim. So Beglalchem would seemingly refer to that generation as well. Beglalchem because of this generation of the Miraglim. But that's not the case. At the time of Chet Mei Meriva, which is what Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about, the generation of the Miraglim had all passed away already. So what is the word Beglalchem because of you referred to? It can't be referring to the... Miraglim, but in the flow of the parsha, Beglalchem is speaking about that generation. So there's a big problem with this word, Beglalchem. So the Rebbe brings another pshat that in fact when it says Beglalchem, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that because of the generation of the Miraglim, he will not enter into Eretz Yisrael. And the pshat here is that in fact, the main reason why there was a gzera upon Moshe Rabbeinu not to enter into Eretz Yisrael was because of the Chet HaMiraglim. Although Moshe Rabbeinu did not sin along with the Miraglim, quite the opposite, However, Moshe Rabbeinu, after all, was the one that made the decision to send the Miraglim. So he sort of caused the whole Aveda to come about. Besides that, once it was decreed upon the entire generation not to enter into Eretz Yisrael, so Moshe Rabbeinu, which was the one that caused these Miraglim to be sent, so he was included in that Gezeda. He was included in the generation not to enter into Eretz Yisrael. 
And therefore, when he says Beglalchem, he's actually saying that the Gzeira Pami, not Tentent Eretz Yisrael, was also along and because of this whole entire generation that the Gzeira was decreed upon them. And although the Teira clearly says that Meish Rabbeinu, the Gzeira for him not to enter into Eretz Yisrael, was because of Chet Mei Meriva, but the Rebbe says we find in other cases that there could be a combination of reasons why any punishment comes on somebody. Like you find by Nadav and Aviyu, that the punishment upon them was because of a combination of reasons. So it's possible that that's the case here with Meish Rabbeinu. This is basically the Pshat of the Abar Benel. And therefore the Teira here brings the Chet of Moshe Rabbeinu together with the Meraglim, because in fact it's pointing out that Moshe Rabbeinu passes away because of the Chet of Meraglim. But the Rebbe says, according to Rashi, this can't be the case, because according to Rashi, Rashi makes it clear earlier on already that the only reason why Moshe Rabbeinu does not, does not enter into Eretz Yisrael is because of Chet Mei Meriva, not because of Chet of Meraglim. Ach Verak, the Rebbe says, only because of Chet Mei Meriva, Shaloi Hoisubem El Besides that, here in the Torah it says, His Anav Bi Hashem. The word Anav means, Nis'al the Ebesha was filled with anger. If it's just because of the fact that Meshach Rabbeinu was part of the decree on the rest of the generation of the Miraglim, the Torah would not use such a harsh term. Then the Rebbe suggests that perhaps the Torah wants to equate the Chet Mei Meriva to the Chet of the Miraglim, and therefore brings it together. And the Rebbe brings examples where you see where the Torah brings two things together to equate the severity of something. Maybe that's what the, the Torah is trying to do over here. But the Rebbe says that it's not what, according to Rashi, that wouldn't work. It's not necessary for the Torah to equate them at all. And the, the Rebbe doesn't accept this pshat either. So the Rebbe says, if you look into the psukim closely, it's self-explanatory what's going on over here. The Torah is saying there's two people that are an exception that will enter into Eretz Yisrael, Kalev and Yeshua. Now when you look at the actual story by the Miraglim, Parashat Shalach, Kalev and Yeshua are treated equally. They were both exceptions, they both did not sin, and therefore they're both told there that they're going to enter into Eretz Yisrael. Suddenly you come into this week's Parsha, you see that Kalev and Yeshua are not exactly the same. Kalev enters into Eretz Yisrael. Yeshua is different. Yeshua will lead Eden into Eretz Yisrael. So this needs sort of a clarification. Why is Yeshua different? Is he different because maybe regarding the actual Chet Meraglim there was a difference between them? What is the difference between them? So the Teireh here is coming to clarify that in fact as far as the Chet Meraglim is concerned there's no difference between them. The only difference is that about 40 years later Meshach Rabbeinu is told that he's not going to lead Yidin in Teretz Yisrael and therefore Yeshua is being appointed to be the one to lead Yidin in Teretz Yisrael. So the Teireh in a Maimara Musker, in a parenthesis, is making this clarification here that even though you have two individuals that are going to enter into Eretz Yisrael from that entire generation, Kalev and Yeshua, but Yeshua will lead them. Yeshua is not the same because 40 years later something happened and Meshach Rabbeinu can't lead Yidin in Teretz Yisrael, so Yeshua leads Yidin in Teretz Yisrael. That's what the Torah is doing here. And the Rebbe points out, you find a few times in Torah, where the Torah places a point as a maimer a musker, as a parenthesis in the middle of a story. And that's what the Torah is doing here. It's not part of the flow of the story, but it comes in the middle here as a clarification to Yeshua being different than Kalif. And the Rebbe says, so therefore it's self-understood that when the Torah writes Beglalchem, it's not referring to the same generation that the rest of the Psukim here is speaking about. The rest of the Psukim is speaking about the generation of the Miraglim. But when it says Beglalchem, it's not that generation. Meish Rabbeinu has nothing to do with Chet Miraglim, as Rashi already clarified before. So Beglalchem has to be referring to the generation of the Mei Meriva, which was the generation later. And it's a Maimon Muske. It's in parentheses, so the Beglalchem is not the same people, the same generation as Meish Rabbeinu was speaking about before. 
The Rebbe clarifies another point. Why does the Teireh Bechalal have to add this word Beglalchem? If the only reason the Teireh is mentioning here, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu will not lead Yidin in Teretz Yisrael, is just as a side point to clarify what happened with Yeshua, why Yeshua is different than Kalev, so all the Teireh would have to say is that Moshe Rabbeinu will not enter, and therefore Yeshua takes him over. Why does it have to mention that word Beglalchem to tell me the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu won't lead Yidin in Teretz Yisrael? So here the Rebbe brings a clear Rashi in Parshish Pinchas. Rashi says, B'chol mokim shekosav misosam kosav serchoinam. Whenever the Teter writes that Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, it always says the reason. And as Rashi there explains, that Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Ebishter that you should always write the reason why I pass away, so it should never be mistaken that I am part of the generation that, that does not enter because they rebelled against Hashem. So the same thing over here, the Teira has to clarify the word Beglalchem, which refers to the Mei Meriva. And the Pshat in the word Beglalchem is that Meishu Rabbeinu says to Yidin that it's because the Yidin complained and were bickering and fighting and they needed water. That's what brought about the whole Aveda of Chet Mei Meriva. The Teira clarifies this because every time, although here it's only written as a uh, parenthesis, but every time the Teira writes this point that Meishu Rabbeinu does not enter into Eretz Yisrael, it mentions the reason. It clarifies why he is different than the rest of Klal Yisrael. So now the Rebbe concludes the Sikh and says, you look later in Parshas Vazchanon, so there you'll see the whole story at, at length. There the Teda actually elaborates what happened with Meshach Rabbeinu and the punishment and why he doesn't enter into Eretz Yisrael. And there there's a similar Pasik. There it says, The Ebesher was angry at me because of you. There Rashi clarifies the word Lemanchem. And Rashi brings a Pasik in Tilim that clarifies Lemanchem, that the Yidin are the ones that caused the Chet of Meimiriva. Rashi clarifies it later in Parshas Vazchanon. Why doesn't he clarify it here? Because here is not the place. Here this whole thing is brought up as a side point. It's just as a clarification in this story. And this detail of why of the Mei Meriva is totally a side point. So Rashi waits later until Parshas Vazchanon. There the Teda elaborates on this point, And there Rashi clarifies as well and elaborates what the word Lamanchem needs. So the Rebbe explained this beautifully over here, how this Pasuk enters the middle. It's not part of the flow of the story, but it's a clarification in the story. But once it's mentioned, you do also have to mention Chet Mei Meriva, as Rashi says, that it's always clarified that the reason why Meisha Rabbeinu passes away has nothing to do with the generation of the Meraglim, it was for a different reason altogether.